Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we ask Holy Spirit that you shall one more time glorify the name of Jesus Amen. in our midst. Amen. We ask that the anointing and the well and the oil from heaven shall be unblocked. Amen. That your children will benefit and be blessed. Amen. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Please take your seats. I believe you have done a lot of praying. Yes. So we thank God. Amen. What month are we in? Our month of exceeding grace. I can't hear you. A month of exceeding grace. It's our month of what? Exceeding grace. Yeah. You you bring just fix it here and I'll sort it out. Our month of exceeding grace. And um, it's already begun. Yeah, um, when was it? Last Friday of the month, we had an all-night service in Ghana. We started from, well, some came from 8. And we started, I started from 9. And wow. we finished 6 a.m. the following morning. Wow. And it was just prayers throughout. and. Testimonies are already happening. The grace is being experienced. Amen. And we, we thank God. I believe that you too have your own testimony. Amen. I said you also have your own testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus alive. Yes, Jesus is indeed alive. So, our month of exceeding grace. Yeah. Yesterday, two of the pastors went on rural evangelism mission. Amen. And they were coming back and they had an accident. But God of skin, He preserved their lives. Amen. 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 Satan wanted to kill them. Hey. But nobody died. Only. The car had some broken bumpers and stuff, but it is being fixed, so we thank God. Amen. 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 Yeah, if you understand that we are in grace, and the grace which we are talking about is grace, different kinds of grace, grace for preservation. Amen. Your life will be preserved. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you for the grace. For the grace to preserve. To preserve my life. My life through your blood. Through your blood and through your name. Through your name. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous shall run into it, Amen. and they shall be saved. Amen. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I can hear you. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. In your name. In your name. I and my family. I and my family. We are saved. We are saved. We are saved. We are saved from the terrors. For the terror of sudden death. Of sudden death. The arrows. The arrows of sudden death. Of sudden death. A sign. A sign towards us. Towards us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Amen. Yeah. A month of exceeding grace. grace. Wow. Exceeding grace. And can I just talk a little before we pray? Yes, Papa, you can I talk. I just want us to talk a little. Can I can I talk a little? Yes, Papa, we are ready. And I I feel like I just need to talk to you. Amen. 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 Yeah. So month of exceeding grace. And the key verse that I want us to look at today is it says God gives grace to who? The humble. He gives grace to the humble. So we look at some scriptures and then we try to take something from it. So we look at James chapter 4. James chapter 4 verse 10. James chapter 4 verse 10. Let us all read it. Go. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. And he shall lift you up. Humble. He says what? Humble what? Yourself. So, he's saying, we are talking in plural. Let's try to personalize it. Humble myself. So let's let's say it now. Humble myself in the sight of the Lord, and He shall lift me up. Humble myself in the sight of the Lord, and He shall lift me up. So lifting up comes from God. Amen. Amen. If you are here and you think that you, you want to be lifted up, let me see your hands. You want some lifting up in your life. Well, it comes from God. Amen. It doesn't come from anywhere. And God is showing you and I a certain formula. Wow. He says that if you want a lifting up, it comes by humility. Wow. It comes by humbling yourself. So he says, humble yourself. Notice that very carefully. He says, humble yourself in the sight of your pastor, in the sight of your wife, in the sight of your mother, your father. He didn't say, humble yourself in the sight of man. But he said, humble yourself in the sight of God. Do you know why it is that way? Because... Man's definition of humility is wrong. Yeah. What you think it is humility is not what God thinks is humility. Because somebody can just look at me and say, look at the way he's dressed. He's a very proud man. You judge me by what I am wearing. So, he's a very proud man. Like, if you look at someone like Apostle Enim, he likes dressing. So, when you look at him, you say, ah, this, this man... But listen, man's definition, he can be dressed like that and you are judging that he is a proud man. 
but in the sight of God is a very humble man. Amen. So the key here is that what is God's opinion about you? Ask your neighbor. How does God see you right now? How does God see you right now? How does God and you see God doesn't look at our outward appearance. Amen. The Bible says that He looks at the heart of man. That's that's where God looks. When God as we are sat here, you know, you can you can have very nice hair like Mama, or you 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 can have a very nice shoe. Or you can just be wearing something very ordinary. But that's not, when God is coming, He's not coming to look at the style of your hair. That's why, you see, it's vain people who are so concerned about how you look. The shape of your head, the color. So you have to go even to the extent to go and bleach. Hey. It's foolishness. The other day, I watched a documentary. One day. One day. Yeah, it means a true story. <laughs> I watched a documentary. And he was showing a documentary about uh, it's Jamaica, <laughs> and they are saying the menace. menace. Oh yes. Then later I went to read about it in the, in a, in the newspaper. I think it's called the Gleaner or something like that. And they said there is a menace of bleaching in that small island. <laughs> to the extent that they were to the extent that people wrap themselves in clean film and put. Acidic substances, they rub it all over themselves and rub, and then you see them dressed like that. They are wearing things that have got bleach substance all over. They bleach everything. Everything. They rub themselves. Everything. And they have formulas. You can use toner, you can use this. Because everybody wants to be brown. Everybody wants, and the men. I don't know what's wrong with them. The men who are also bleaching. Me want, me want one fine brown girl. If they don't come natural like mama, please keep your color. Oh yes. If your color is like mine, keep it. Because me, I don't want to be any other color. I don't, I don't see myself any color. I wouldn't. I don't want to be like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. But you see, when you place emphasis on these things, it just shows you that you are not a spiritual person. You are very carnal. And God sees your heart. That's what God sees. So, I can be standing here. Some people even, they say, Look at the way he walks. He's a very arrogant person. But God looks at the person's heart and he sees that this is a very humble person. That's why the Bible says that we must humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord. It is what God thinks that is more important, not what man thinks. Amen. So some people appear to be humble, but they are very proud. And there's no lifting up for them. And some people may appear to be very humble, but they are very what? Proud. And there is no lifting up for them. So it says, humble yourselves before the Lord. People might say, when you are a quiet person, it means you are humble. It's not true. It's not true because you can be humble, you can be quiet, but your heart is very, very full of pride. 
And I'm trusting that God will grant us the grace so that we look at some of these things, the manifestations. Are you ready for it? Yes. Because it's important that you understand these things. You go to church. We have prayed. For there to be a lifting up. If you are not humble, there shall be no lifting up. But with such powerful prayers, if you get this key, your lifting up shall appear like the sun. Amen. I said it shall appear like the sun. Amen. Your amen is very weak. Amen. Humility is a virtue. And, and look, um, Bishop Doug Keyword knows, he has written a nice book from it, for, for, of, for humility. I think it's a good book that everyone should, read, should, should get it. As a matter of fact, I have the book here and I'm looking at the book right now. Yeah. It's a, it's a good book. There's nothing wrong to sometimes look at the book and preach from a book. There's nothing wrong with that. Because although I'm looking at it, some of the things that are coming, you know, that's what God wants you to hear. And you, you, you know, you, when you see such anointed books, we recommend that you read them. Some of you are lazy. You don't read. You don't do anything. You don't learn anything. Your, you know, your Christianity is stale. It's very stale. If you can't read, at least you can. Today, technology, thank God, you can download podcasts, iPod, whatever pod, whatever cast, plenty. So, we have to change our approach. Amen. Even refusing to learn, do you know it's a sign of pride? Because you are saying you know everything. Oh yes. If you don't, if you don't read, you don't learn. Like I'm, I'm, I am teaching you right now. Some of you are not writing anything. But it is an indication that you are saying to me that you know everything already. So, mm, let me see, maybe. Yeah. That's why when you come to church, you must bring your Bible and you must bring a notebook and make notes. Because you don't know. Tell your neighbor, you don't know. Mm. Yeah. So, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall what? Lift you up. So humility is very, very what? Important. Another quotation is James chapter 4 verse 6. James chapter 4 verse 6. He says, But he gives grace, he gives more grace. Wherefore, he said, God resists the proud, but he gives grace unto the humble. So, the very easiest way you know, there are some people that they might think that is demons that are fighting them. But it's God himself that is fighting. Because you are proud. Oh yes. He, he, he will give more grace. But he will give that grace unto the humble. Unto the humble. So, if you are proud... You can be praying and you bind the witches in my father's family. You bind the witches in your family. It's good. So you have bound them now. The witches, they know they are bound now. Their activities have been spoiled. Then God steps in and says, you are too proud. So I myself, I will resist you. Can you imagine? Who, who, will you, who will you go to to go and plead your case for you? When God himself is the one that is now saying, I am resisting you. 
Yeah. So it's a serious thing that we need to consider. This amount of grace. See, the word there is that he gives grace. And it's an amount of grace. And some, will ex- some will experience the grace and some will not experience the grace. And you wonder why. But the key lies in that some of us, God is resisting us. So, if you want to see exceeding grace, after all the prayers we have prayed, and in a church like Salvation Clay, where we pray all kinds of prayer, binding, losing prayer, travailing prayer, we, we um, praise prayer, worship, all kinds of prayer, we are praying them. So, after all that, and you are not seeing results. It means grace, something is God himself has decided to resist you. So, we need to come back. And then examine ourselves. Because sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Amen? We are what? Our own worst So God gives undeserved help. Help that you don't, because that's grace. You know there's a difference between grace and favor. There's a difference between grace and favor. Grace is a higher form of favor. Wow. Grace is a higher form of favor. So when you say, Thou, when the angel appeared to Mary and said, Mary, you are highly what? Favored. What it means is that Mary had some favor, but now it has moved into what? High favor, which is grace. And grace means you don't deserve the thing. You don't work towards it. Grace means unmerited what? Favor. You haven't done anything to, to receive it. It's not by any work you have done. But favor can be by works. I will favor you because of something you have done. But when grace is involved, it's not, it's got to do with nothing. You know, Mary was a virgin. And because of her purity, God looked at her and said, you are favored. But then, to have God himself now make, turn in, the Holy Ghost to turn God into a, a baby and place that baby into Mary's womb. Mary had nothing to do with that. And Joseph had nothing to do with that. So that is grace. So she received favor by her pure life, remaining a virgin at that age. But grace came, high favor came upon her. Amen. Exceeding grace, that's what we call it. Wow. So, if you want to move, yeah, for instance, God says give and it shall be given. Is that not the case? But sometimes God can just, grace, exceeding grace can just touch you. And it's not based on anything, you haven't given anything. But God, in his own sovereignty, decides to give you something. That's grace. You don't deserve it because the law is that give and it shall be what? Given. But, God says, okay, I am going to give you, even though you haven't given anything. And he will give you. That's how some of you got jobs. That's how some of you got husbands. Amen. Because sometimes, if you look at somebody's nose, and you look at the wife's nose, and you compare it, you say, hey, hey, hey. The, the man, he didn't see the nose. He didn't see the nose. That's right. Yeah. This man, before this man comes to an end, Amen. you shall experience exceeding grace. Amen. I don't think the way you are saying amen, you believe it. Amen. I will experience. 
Yeah. So it's clear instructions that God has given to us. So it says, humble yourself. You must do it. That's the first. So say, humble yourself. It's not a request. It's a command. Do it. Humble yourself. You must humble yourself in his sight. And then he says, those who are humble, he gives more grace to them. But he resists the proud. He resists the proud. He resists the proud. May we not be in that place. I say, may we not find ourselves in that place. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Say, I will not find myself. I will not find myself. In that place. In that place. So even as a church, we need to examine ourselves. We want God to help the church to grow. We want God to help the church to expand. Amen. So we need to examine some attitudes, some things that might be indications of pride. Because we want God to help us. Amen. So nowadays we are, we are no, no place or there's no off limits. We are looking all around. Amen. If it's a witch, we'll kill the witch. Amen. But if it's foolishness like pride, we must deal with it. Amen. 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 Now, by God's grace in Ghana, when you come to our car park on Sundays, they park on the streets. Amen. 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 It's full. Full. Wow. The same thing must happen here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, why is it important that we must listen to this? When you humble yourself, it is true that you will be lifted to the next level. And so, I see you being lifted up to the next level. Amen. When you humble yourself, it brings what? It brings covering and protection. Amen. It brings covering and protection. Let's look at First Peter chapter 5 verse 6. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6. Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. That he may what? Exalt you in due time. There is God's due time. And that due time, that due time, when it comes, it will come only at a time when you are humble. You see, that's why Sometimes when you are going through certain things in life, that's the only way God can use to humble you. Yeah. That's the, because some of you, when God says humble yourself, you will never do it. So he must create certain circumstances and situations that will really humble you. Amen. Oh yes. Even as a pastor, God can do it to you. Let me give you a biblical example. God told, God told, um, what's the name? This prophet, Eli- Elijah, no, Elisha, and he said, go and tell this king that he is going to die. Go and tell him. So he went to King Hezekiah, and, and then he went to tell him, look, put your heart in order, you are going to die. I'm prophesying to you, I am the powerful anointed prophet, I'm telling you, you are going to die. Put your heart in order. And just before he could leave the king's compound, the word of the Lord came again. And said, no, go back and go and tell him I've added 15 years. 
So can you imagine that you have stand here and say you are going to, you are going to, you are going to have your car, you are going to have this, you are going to, you are going to have the baby, you are going to, and then later on the thing doesn't happen the way you know you expect to happen. God used that thing, you know, because because between the time when the prophecy came, the king did something, and God changed his mind. The prophet wasn't aware. He was so gallivant with me. I have prophesied, I have done this, I have done this. God had changed his mind about the prophecy. So I see that as a way of even humbling men of God. Wow. Deep. He can create circumstances to humble you. Oh, yes. He can create circumstances to humble you. When you read the story of every great man of God, they have gone through things that are, you will say that you will not believe it. Mm. I saw the story of this uh, man of God, Prophet T.B. Joshua. And the days he started his church, about four times, this mighty man of God, about four times, rain came and scattered his church. It will rain and come and scatter it. People will say, ah, we don't, even recently, some people died in his <laughs> People, People who don't have, they will think that, oh, they will just begin to talk anyhow. But God has his own ways of what? Trying to sort things out. Wow. You know. So God, yeah. can, God can use anything, I'm telling you. So when you are humble, there will be an exalted. You will be exalted. Amen. When you are humble, you will be covered and you will be what? Protected. You know those two pastors that I was telling you yesterday that went on Rua? I told them before you go. We... I told them before you go, call me. Let me pray for you. And as I was praying for them, I just prayed and I said, Lord, grace, grace, grace. Amen. Grant them grace. Amen. Cover them. Amen. I prayed a very short prayer. Yes. And they went. Amen. But if they had decided to say, okay, no, no, we, we, we won't call, we can go on our own, the story could have been different. That's right. It could have been different. So, they humble themselves to, to receive grace. Amen. Humility is a spiritual word, covering. Wow. Yeah. Humility is like, it is like something, it's like um, um, something you can wear, actually. It's like something you can wear. It's like clothes. You know, something you can wear. And the Bible says it in the same first Peter, when you go to verse 5, it talks something there. Mm. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Uh-huh. It says, likewise, you what? Younger people, submit yourself to what? Your, your elders. Yes. yes. All of you be submissive to who? One another. And, and let's read that part. And be clothed with humility. And be what? Clothed with humility. It didn't say be clothed with, with designer clothes. No. With Gucci or... So that's what I'm telling you. It doesn't matter what you're wearing on the outside. That's not what God is looking at. God is not interested in your outward appearance so much as... You know, unless your outward appearance is degrading. You know, when, when you have clothes that push your, your breasts... Like they are the latest breast pumps. 
push them together and you have some big, you know, and you are revealing too much, then those kind of clothes is not to the glory of God. But he said, clothe yourself with humility. So when God comes, he's checking right now, are you wearing that clothes of humility? God can see it. Are you wearing it? Are you humble? Ask your neighbor, are you wearing that humility clothes? Are you wearing it? Are you wearing that humility clothes? Because it says he will, he will resist the proud. But and yet again, it says, but he gives grace to the humble. Yeah. So as we are here, you are wearing something. You are wearing something. Wow. There is no vacuum. Tell your neighbor, there is no vacuum. There is no vacuum. It's either you are wearing pride or you are wearing humility. Is that simple. You can't say, I'm wearing pride and humility. No. It doesn't work that way. It's one. So, which one do you think you are wearing? And you might think that you are wearing humility, but before I finish with you, you realize that you are not wearing it. Wow. <laughs> A different thing. You, you realize that you are not, you are not wearing it. Yes. Yeah. It's very important. Let me tell you, this thing alone, you see, sometimes a person cannot even be a believer, but he has this, God can look at their heart and see they are very humble. Mm. And, and that thing gives them divine protection. I am telling you. They might not even know Jesus Christ, but they, are, they have these traits of humility. Because humility brings grace. It brings divine protection. When you wear it, you are protected. See, that's why, you know, some of us, doesn't matter whether we stand before demons, we stand and preach. I don't care. When I finish, I just go and sleep because I am wearing something that is protecting me. Amen. In the sight of God, not in the sight of man, I don't care what you think. That's right. But in the sight of God. Yeah. And we are in our closest and we are praying, and we are humbling ourselves before him, you are not there. So what you see on the outside, the, the few hours you see on the outside, you can misjudge us. Mm, you can misjudge us. So, humble yourself, because pride is the signal, that's the third point, pride is the signal for your soon to come destruction. Signal. You know what a signal is? Like a mobile phone, has, it can get signals. You can get O2. Which one is the best now? Is it O2? Eh? Vodafone. Uh, I've forgotten them. I only remember the Ghanaian one. So. Vodafone. And three. Is three good? Today, if you if you're on three, you have to you have you have to go and climb the window and stand there. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> but some people too can create artificial loss of signal if they don't want to talk to you. They, you pick up the phone. Hello, hello. Ah, signal is very bad. New word. Excellent. The bus is showing excellent. So signal is very bad, especially when the call is coming from overseas, and you know they are going to request for money. Hello, hello. Oh, this is sister. Oh, sister. Hey, sister. Oh, I can't hear you, sister. I can't hear you. Speak louder. The signal is very bad. And look at them. Some of them, they will take paper. That means 
Mighty wind is blowing, signal is gone. <laughs> yeah. For us, we are like the mobile phones and the signal, you know, strong signal, when you have a strong signal of, you know, you are, you, you are about to be destroyed. To get that kind of strong signal, it will mean that you are very, very proud. It's when a person is about to be destroyed, God allows them to become very proud. You can advise them. When you, when you advise them, they go and do something else. It's a sign, it's a signal. It's, your, it's a signal that if you are spiritually sensitive, you need to wake up. Wow. So it's a sign that you are about to be destroyed. Mm. Your end is very near. Your end is very near. So Proverbs chapter 29 verse 23, it talks, it talks, it says, it says, a man's pride shall bring him low. A man's pride shall bring, bring him low. A man's pride shall bring him low. And a haughty spirit before a fall. A man's pride will bring him what? Low. Will bring him low. Your pride, it will bring you low. It will bring you low. But the humble in spirit will retain honor. A man's pride, it will bring him low. So, pride is a signal that you are. But when you find it, oh, you know some people, the little, the little money, the little breakthrough they get, then the attitude change. That's right. The attitude what? Change. And they are above everybody. Because now they can shake khakis. So he looks at those who don't have cars. You look at look at these rats. Even people can cause you to have a different attitude. Yeah. A man's pride shall bring him low. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Let's read it. Before distraction and a haughty spirit, before the pride goes before, mm. so before the fall, mm. something is ahead of you. That spirit of pride wow. is in front of you and it leads you. You become very arrogant, very obstinate. You see, that is the point where in people in the church, if you are in the church, when, when the pastor calls them, they will not even bother to you. I mean, nobody can advise them. Have you met people like that? Nobody can, they don't take any advice. They are, they are so arrogant. When you are advising them, they will not listen. Pride. You can tell, you don't need to be a prophet. The word of God is such a person will fall. So it's not a curse. It is something that is going to happen. Amen. 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 Pride goes before what? Distraction. A haughty spirit. You know what a haughty spirit is? Haughtiness. When you say somebody is, who can tell me when you say somebody is haughty? You've got a haughty spirit. You are in haughtiness. Who, who can tell me? I can't hear you. Haughtiness. No. Haughtiness. When you are haughty, very arrogant, 
I remember, let me give you an, a, a, a description. One day. One day. Are you here? One day. One day. I was preaching in all that shit. And a certain person took a handbag. <laughs> and just walked out. Whoa. Because we are nothing. We are, we are nothing. That's haughtiness. You, you are so proud. You are so full of yourself. Calm down, please. You are too, you, you are too self-centered. You are quick to anger. You, you, you just look down on everybody and everything. You think you are the eight. You got the haughty spirit. You will not go anywhere in life. Oh, yes. You will not go anywhere in life with that kind of spirit. Self, self-exaltation over confident utterances. Uh-huh. Arrogantly superior and disdainful. That, yeah. You feel you are superior. So even, do you know, if amongst, like, even amongst white and black people, if, if you feel superior than one race, it's this spirit of pride. It's haughtiness. Even among black people, you find I've, I've come across some people. So uh, when you say when you say Africa, oh, you know, them, them are Africans. They are think. They are think. Wow. So they think Africa smells. All Africans smell. Mm. I think. And then the Africans also look at them. Say, ah, this is Caribbean. They are too. What is this? Oh yes, it is a manifestation of haughtiness. You are looking down on each other. You know? You will be amazed that these little little things can stop your breakthrough. Because we are in a church. This is, a, this is an international church. So, we have people of different, different what? Races, different backgrounds. And... If you are in such a church and you still after church, you are still only clinging to your own kind. You don't want to mix. You don't want to... It will stop your breakthrough. I'm telling you. You will not experience the the grace you are talking about. So you better drop that attitude and see all as equal. Amen. And and mingle. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. You are pretty, Papa. Mm. It's very important. That's right. You have to put it all aside and mingle. We are before God. He says there's no Jew, there's no barbarian, there's not. We are all one. So that's what. So that's why God, when He comes, He can look at the heart. You, you don't want to mix with anybody. God looks at that heart and will stop your blessing. He will resist you. But somebody, it doesn't matter. He doesn't care about these things, you know. And you wonder why is it that you are not getting your breakthrough? You wonder. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Have mercy. Have mercy. He says, arrogance, arrogance is superior. He says, someone who is haughty is arrogant and full of pride. Right. When you are haughty, you have a big attitude and act like you are better than other people. A haughty person acts superior, looks down on others. Haughty people are disdainful, overbearing, prideful, swaggering, and obnoxious. Yeah. 
if this is describing you, you need deliverance. Amen. I say, if, if this is describing you, then God will fight everything that pertains to you. Oh yes, God will fight everything that what pertains to you. You feel you you feel an act superior, and you look down on others. You you know you are disdainful, overbearing, prideful, swaggering, and obnoxious. Do you know the word pride and Satan are synonymous? Yes. Satan is equal to pride. That's the first thing that this guy did that caused him to come down from. He said, I will accept, I will will do this out. So Satan and pride are equal. And when he did that, he was cast down. So the same thing God is applying to in fact, if you are full of pride, you are Satan's child. Oh yes, you are, you are Satan's child. You are, your father is Satan. You cannot be a child of God and be full of pride. It's not possible. Pride attracts. Pride what? Attracts demons. If you don't know. It attracts what? Demons. Mm. It's like when you are full of pride, you are like a, you are giving signals to demons to come to you. You are like, I am here, I am here, I am here, and then demons of shame, demons of whatever, they are, they all come to you because you you are full of the signal that they like. Stand up on your feet. We are going to pray this prayer. Any signal that you are emitting of pride. Let that signal break right now by fire. Lift up your hands. Amen. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I can hear. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I command. I command. Any signal. Any signal. Of pride. Of pride. In me. In me. To come out. To come out. By fire. 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 Clap your hands and pray that prayer. I command every signal of pride in me to come out by fire. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every signal. Every signal, every signal that attract demons, that attract demons, I command it to come out of me by fire, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let it come out, let it come out, the signal, the signal that attracts demons, demons, let them come out by fire, by fire, by fire, Jesus mighty name and we pray, amen, 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 say any pride, any pride in my heart, in my heart, Cast out, be cast out now, 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 your hands and pray. Be cast out right Let now. it be cast out. Be cast out right now. Let it be cast out. Be cast out right now. In the name of Jesus. Any pride in my heart. Be cast out right now. By fire. In the name of Jesus. Be cast out. Be cast out. Be cast in out. Jesus mighty name have we prayed. Amen. 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 Sit down. Pride. The next point. Pride. You say, humble yourself in the sight of God. Pride is essentially demonic. That's what I've been trying to tell you. It's essentially demonic. And all proud people, they have a king, and their king is Satan. Satan is the king of the children of pride. Job chapter 41. 
Once you walk in pride, you, you live under the rulership of Satan. That's it. Job chapter 41, verse 1. Job chapter 41, verse 1. Can you draw out living time with a hook uh-huh. or snare his tongue with a line uh-huh. which you lower? Uh-huh. Now, this is a question he's asking. Levitin is a spirit. Satan. Wow. And he's saying, can you? He's so full of, full of himself. He's a very proud and arrogant spirit. He said, can you snare him with his tongue? Can you, with a line, can you, can, you, can you deal with him? But verse 34, he says, he tells us something there as well. This Levitin spirit says, he holds every high thing. He is king over what? Oh, are you here? Yes. Should I continue or I should stop? Continue. He said, he what? Holds every high thing. He is king over all the children of pride. And that's why I'm telling that there are some that, you know, he says, but to them that believe, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. There are some who are children of God, born not out of the will of flesh, but born by the Spirit of God. And there are those who also are children of Satan. And they are described as the children of pride. The children of pride. And he said, Satan, this Leviathan, he is the king of, over all the children of pride. Every, every, that's what I'm telling you, you cannot be a child of God and be walking in pride. God now, God ceases to be your father. He now becomes your opponent and he will resist you. He will resist you. Children of, the, uh, children of pride. Did you know that pride had children? Because I told you, pride is synonymous to Satan. Pride is what? Synonymous to Satan. So Satan's children, their fruit, the fruit that they bear is pride. It's pride. Yeah, and that's why you have to be careful. Even in ministry, if you achieve anything and you begin to become very proud, you, you, you need to be very careful. That's why the Bible says that we should what, examine ourselves what? Daily. And see that we are in the faith. Do you know children of the pride? Uh, or, is the children of what? Of pride. He is the king of, over all the children of pride. And one thing I've learned, by association, you can get contaminated. He said, walk with the wise person, you become wise. Become wise. Walk with the foolish person, you become foolish. Walk with the proud person, you too learn his ways. Stand up on your feet. Say, my father, my lord. My father, my lord. Disconnect me. Disconnect me. Disconnect me. Disconnect me. From every proud person. From every proud person. Right now. 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 Clap your hands and pray that prayer. My father, my lord. Disconnect me. From every Disconnect me. Disconnect me. Disconnect me. From disconnect me. Me. Maybe you yourself you are not proud, but your mother is very proud and boastful. We have some mothers that are boastful, they boast. 
Your problem that you are going through is because of the boastfulness of your mother or your father or your sister somewhere. You went, go and talk. By association. Say, my father. My father. Any evil effect. Any evil effect. Of pride. Of pride. Coming from my friends. Coming from my friends. Or my family. Or my family. Right now. Right now. I block it. 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 In the name. In the name of Jesus. By fire. 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 In the name of Jesus. Sit down. I told you that it's important because by association, I told you that um, pride is like a signal that attracts demons. So, if it is not you, but somebody rather is sending the signals your way, you need to block it. You need to block it. Because your mother's pride can open is a signal to say, demons go and attack this man. And you are innocent. Even your wife's pride or your husband's pride can cause that thing. Oh, yes. So, tell your neighbor, be careful. Be careful. When you wake up in the morning, block it. I block all demons that are receiving signals from proud relatives. You know, you send a car back home and some foolish little boy is there prancing about. He doesn't know how you suffer to get the car. He's prancing about. And everyone in the yard now thinks that, wow, these guys are millionaires. These guys are this. And they begin to have all sorts of imaginations. Demons are now being sent to you that is in the UK. And the, your work, your sins and everything begin to cease. You start having problems. And you don't know where it's coming from. Say, I block it. I block it. In the name of Jesus. So, it's important that we must humble ourselves. And I'll give you one more point and then I'll move on. It's important for us to humble ourselves because if you don't humble yourself, pride will make you an abomination. And I want somebody to, dis- um, to give me the definition of abomination. Abomination. Let me say something is an abomination. If you don't humble yourself according to scripture, you will become an abomination before God. You shall become an abomination. So Proverbs chapter 16 verse 5. Let's all read it together. Go. Everyone. Okay, let's read it again. Let's start again. Is this sinking in? Yes. Let's read it again. Go. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Yeah, it's very clear. If you are proud in your heart, you are an abomination. That means God, God hates, loathes you. God detests you. God resists you. Everyone proud in that. Said, Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. Yeah. God, God detests pride. 
And everyone that is proud in their heart is an abomination. You are, God, God sees you as something that doesn't have a right to exist. So, if, I, if you understand the word abomination, then you know how much God hates this thing that is called pride. You know. The world, do you know the world teaches what I'm teaching you from the word of God? The world teaches the very opposite. The world encourages us to be proud. You know, we should be proud in, in our walking, proud in our, in our speaking. You know, we should, if you are not proud, it means you are stupid. That's why I told you that. He said, humble yourself in the sight of God. It's what God thinks that matters. That's right. Yeah, because the world will tell you. You know, why? Say, me, you know, I won't take this. I can't take this. Hey, hold me, you're talking to me like this. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I won't take this nonsense anymore. I won't take it. And the world says, that, ah, oh, you man up, you man up. You man up. Yeah. You're a real man. You know, even some foolish wives who encourage their husbands. If you're a real man, you should, you, should, you should have done this. I'm not a man. Next day, the man goes, says, he hears the wise voice. It's not the voice of the Holy Ghost. Some of you, you, you have made your wife your Holy Ghost. Hey. Error. Big one. Yes. Yeah. High pitched voice. What man have? You have to tell him something. You have to do something about it. Hey. He goes. Yeah, but the world will encourage you to be very, very hot. But leave everything to God. Amen. 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 Look, there is a wisdom. The wisdom of God is very different and opposite to the wisdom of this world. Amen. But if you apply it, I can tell you. Amen. Don't expect any. Don't expect the world to praise you. But God will find some means that seem so foolish. In the end, you shall have the upper hand. Amen. And I see that becoming your story. Amen. I said, I see that becoming your story. Amen. So how many have you written down? Mm. Mm. So, let's go over quickly. First one. Prince Corporate. Humility. Why must you be humble? Because it brings what? Covering. Protection. What's the next one? It becomes our garment. It's a cloth. Yes, the same thing. It's humility. Humility. It's a put on humility. You have to put it on. So, I said, God is watching us right now. He sees what kind of garment you are wearing. It's not the one that physically you are wearing. Yeah. And then what else did you say? The signal for soon destruction. It's a signal. You mean, you know, pride is a signal for soon destruction. That you are about to be destroyed. Proud pride goes before destruction. Then what else? Attract demons. Eh? It's demonic. Pride is demonic. And it says they are children of what? Pride. Children. So pride has got his children. And they are king, Satan. Yeah. So, let me see the abomination. What is, what is the abomination? 
the abomination. He says, a thing that causes disgust and loathing, repugnance, disgust. Yeah, so God says that everyone that is proud in heart, he disgusts you. You know, you, you are you know, repugnant. You, they say, there is, who has smelled sulfur before? Sulfur. Putrid sulfur. If you eat rotten egg and you pass gas, yeah, that kind of smell. Some, some, some husbands and wives are suffering under duvets. Oh, yes. Sometimes when you look, especially the women, when you look at the women, you think that they don't, they don't even fart. And when, when they fart, it doesn't smell. But it's this same way to that like, they like eating these nice, nice things. That's right. They like eating the egg, and, and when they are eating it, they will make it look so nice. So nice. Wow. <laughs> then chemical equations are going on. Going on. Husbands are going to suffer later. That's right. Problem. Mercy. Yeah. So, and it's so, it's so it's, you know, you can't, that, those kind of smells, you can't stay under the duvet. You need to come out. You need to come out of it. That's right. It's like a demon. Come out. Amen. I said, come out. Come out. <laughs> so you see some wives they do deliverance during the night and some husbands who do deliverance in the night wow come out before you are aware they are, they are doing deliverance midnight deliverance <laughs> oh yes yeah it's because it's so repugnant, it's so, it's so, oh, one day, one day, I, 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 one day, I smelled, I smelled something like that, not in my house. <laughs> one day, I need, I need to add it, one day, one day, outside, outside, oh. it's not in my house, why, oh, wow. why are you laughing? <laughs> One day, we were, okay, let me tell you the circumstances. We were, we were in army training, and we had to share, uh, you know, we had to share sleeping bags, and we swim, we were very slim, you know, and, and he said, it's lights out, no, no sound, and this thing is coming out, coming out, and you are there suffering, wow, and when you tell the guy, what have you done? He says, soak it in, soak it in. <laughs> soak it in. Take it in. He says, man up. He will tell you, man up and soak it in. <laughs> yeah. Soak it in. Yeah. It's so disgusting. I had a headache. Immediately, I had a headache. So, some of us, we make God have a headache with our, with our pride. And God looks at you. You are so full of yourself. You, you know, God, he can't, the smell that is coming, He can't stand it. You are too full of yourself. You know, so arrogant, so proud, so, so cocksure. And God doesn't like it. He said, now I must resist you. 
So, these are some of the reasons why we have to be humble. If you want to experience grace, it's important. It's important. Let every man examine himself. How then can you become humble? The Bible teaches us a way to become humble. And you'll be amazed. It's a very simple thing. Some of you, as I'm talking about being humble, you think, okay, maybe now I have to change my hairstyle. Maybe I have to, you know, start walking in a certain way. Maybe, maybe you should start talking very slow and soft. Then people think you're humble. Maybe you should change the way you're walking. A person can be walking like this. You know? But when God looks at them, they are humble. Amen. And somebody can be walking like a Pharisee. <laughs> and God says, look at that proud. And in fact, Jesus said that they are very proud. That's right. Because they want men to see. Men to see. To see. So it's a very, very simple formula. Tell your neighbor it's very simple. It's very simple. And it is seen in Matthew, Matthew chapter 8 to 18 verse 3. Matthew chapter 18 verse 3. Uh-huh. And said, assuredly. When the Bible says, assuredly, mm. I say to you. And this was Jesus saying, he said, unless you, you are converted. So, let's read it and let's personalize it. Assuredly, I say to you, unless, unless, so now he's talking about you, unless I am converted and become a little, you are what? Converted. There is a change that must be tangible. There is a change that must be what? Tangible. You cannot be the same old person. When a car is converted from petrol to LPG gas, you can no longer tell me now that it is still what? Using petrol. Something has happened to the car that it is no longer like what it was before. A conversion. It has, there, has, there must be a conversion. So it says, unless you are converted, and the conversion that must happen is that you must convert from whoever you think you are. You think you are you are Miss Miss Sunshine, you are Miss Miss uh, UK, Miss Zulu, Miss whatever. Put it aside somewhere. Then it doesn't matter whether you think you are Professor K K Y Z, the most learned person. You know, there's something that is known as what academic arrogance, whereby education can make you very proud. And I call them academic, I call them educated fools. Because, because wisdom, wisdom, the fear of God is wisdom. Fear of God. But just knowing facts and knowledge doesn't make you wise. A doctor can know everything about smoking. And when you go, he tell you don't smoke, how many smoke, don't do this. Right from there, you see, when you are leaving the stage, you see him smoking in the back of it. Why? Because he has the knowledge, but the application of the knowledge, which is wisdom, and it comes only through the fear of God, he, he lacks it. He lacks it. You see. So, educated fools, educated fools, they have 
they have arrogance. So when, when, when some people, they will say, ah, I can't go. They, ah, how can I go to you? How can I go to a church where the pastor is not educated? What are you talking about? You They say, oh, yeah, my pastor is Pastor Elijah. Mm. We can bring your year, Lord. But, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> hey. 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 When you say, oh, my pastor is Pastor Elijah. Oh, which year? Which year? Is it 2000, 2000 years? 96 badge? Is it Kantanga Hall? Or is it, is it yeah. Yeah. Well, Which one? Which one? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Education can make you very arrogant. So you have to be careful. You can't go for education, but it can make you very proud if you don't take care. Because of that, some people refuse to work certain work that they are supposed to. So this is beneath me. How can I have five letters after my name? And you want me to go and do this kind of job? And they will mess around and, and they will still do it. Oh, yes. That's right. Because when they now you find them, they will, they, they will even get the worse job than what, what they, they didn't get. Oh, yes. There are many people that have finished school and they are not, you, they, they, they learned about science, biological science or something. They, they are doing cleaning. That's right. They are doing cleaning. If the education was so powerful, it could have changed your destiny. That's right. It is God that changes destiny. Amen. Telling you. So, we want this kind of grace. Humble yourself. Amen. You see that. And the Bible is saying that it comes by converting and becoming like little children. children. So the key here is that unless one becomes like a child, you will by no means enter the kingdom of God. Enter the kingdom of heaven. You will by no means. That means, I don't think whether you understand, it said you will by no means so it doesn't matter whether you come to church. It doesn't matter whether you are calling the name Jesus. By no means enter. Unless there is a conversion, you cannot enter. One of the verses, one of, another scripture says you, you cannot see. Some people, they can only see the kingdom of God, but they have not really even entered. Proud people cannot enter the kingdom of God. Do you know what it means to be in the kingdom of God? Maybe this will give you a better understanding. Wherever you came from, whether if you are not born here originally, you say you came from uh, President Mugabe's Zimbabwe, where now they are spending. Is it is it the Chinese land that they are spending now in Zimbabwe? They are in Zimbabwe, but Chinese land, the Chinese were yen. What is it called? Is yen. Uh, yen is the official. <laughs> yen is now the official money. Yeah. So if you have come from such a place and you came through Heathrow Terminal Three, because that's where all all people. If you don't, if you don't have. You know, if you don't come through a European country, you have to go to Terminatre. And in Terminatre, the dogs there, they are very wild. The immigration officers are very, very wild there. And 
you manage now to cross the immigration. You have now entered into UK. And now you have entered into what? UK. Now suddenly, you see that you don't need, you don't need to carry five bundles of money to buy one chicken. You can use one pound to buy chicken. 99p chicken and you can eat it. <laughs> Meanwhile, where you came from, you have to carry bundle of money to buy just one chicken. Suddenly, you have now entered into what? United Kingdom. But before you had a visa and everything, although you could come, you were still where? Back there. So to enter means you are actually there and then enjoying the benefits. Enjoying the benefits. So there are some Christians who haven't entered the kingdom of God. They haven't entered because they are not enjoying the benefits. And I'm not talking about just financial benefits. Things like peace of mind. Divine health. Divine protection. Divine supplies. When you are in the when you, you are in the kingdom, you have entered, you you participate. There's something that is known as NHS. You can enter and go to the hospital and enjoy it. So some people have not entered the kingdom of God. They haven't, they haven't yet. They have not yet entered. And it is only because of their pride. So they are going on I'm a Christian and Christian. Please, you haven't yet entered. You are still you have the visa and everything. But you are living your, you are not living the life. You are still living as if you are back home. You see that. So it comes by becoming a little child. Why did God say we must become children? Because children have got certain characteristics. That is why God said that you know we should become like children. So we are going to look at some of the characteristics. If you say you are not proud, then God must see you as a child. And if the characteristics of a child is not manifest, then my, my brother, my sister, you are deceiving yourself. You, 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 are, you, are not, you are not humble. You only say it with your mouth and your lips. But actually, God sees you as very proud. What does it mean to be humble like a child? Let's read this verse before we go there. Luke chapter 22 verse 26. Luke chapter 22. 22 verse 26. Verse 26. But not so among you. Uh-huh. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, uh-huh. and he who govern as he will serve. So you see, this is bringing two things. He said, but this thing, the wisdom of this world will tell you you are a fool. Why should you serve other people? Why should you make yourself, you know, you are the one that everyone... Everyone is speaking on you. are the one that you, know, you are serving. But God is saying that if you rather make yourself the least, then he will make you the... That's why I, I say in salvation claim, we don't compete with Amen. each other. We complement each other. Amen. Are you hearing me? So you can't say, okay, you know, this pastor comes and stands and says, I like this pastor's prayer. I don't like this pastor's prayer. Please, stop foolishness. Amen. Stop it. We don't come. Everybody is different. In fact, the one that serves the other is the, is the greatest in the sight of God. Not the Amen. one that is also. So, we, 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 we humble. We serve each other. You see. So, what does it mean to be humble like a child? 
One, when you are humble like a child, do you know what? Do you know what children do? They easily forgive. Tell your neighbor, they easily forgive. They easily forgive. So, do you forgive? The thing happens, you keep on, you, you keep on repeating it, repeating it. Every opportunity you have, you must, you must bring it up. Every opportunity. You couldn't, you couldn't wait to say, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so, but you didn't listen. I told you so. And then, three days down the line, something happens, you bring the same thing up again. You bring it. You can't you can forgive. You can't forgive. And you find out that most women fall victim to this. Lack of your ability not to forgive means you are proud. That's it. If you are here and you say, because of this person, because of that person, because of this, I cannot, I haven't forgiven. Please, it is a manifestation that you are not behaving like a child and you are proud. You are proud. Stand on your feet. You're going to ask God for grace to forgive. Some of you, you are walking about with emotional baskets. Things that happened four years ago. You can describe it. I remember very vividly what, what you were wearing that day. When you offended me, my heart, you offended my heart. But you can't remember vividly. First Peter, the quotation is, you can't remember that one. You can't remember it vividly. You see, it is a manifestation that you are not a child. Children, they can be fighting, they can be playing right now, then they fight, then they forget. Look at a child like Elijah and maybe Zaneta or David. Why mean they are fighting? Give me, give it to me. He goes and complains with daddy. Daddy says, oh, it's okay. The next minute, he comes back. He's looking, for, he's looking for him to play with him again. He's forgotten about it. This is the attitude of a child. This is what is showing that you are humble. Can you forgive like that? Can you forget like that? Or you are always easily offended and always... You see, this kind of heart is an abomination before God. Lift up your hands. Say, my father. My father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Cleanse my heart. Cleanse my heart. From all unforgiveness. From all unforgiveness. Any spirit. Any spirit. Speaking to my mind. Speaking to my mind. Making things... Let it taste. Be blown out of proportion. Be blown out of proportion. So that I find it difficult. So that I find it difficult. To be like a child. To be like a child. And forgive. And forgive. My Father, my Lord. My Father, my Lord. Right now. Right now. By the power. By the power. In the name. In the name. Of Jesus. Of Jesus. Let it be wiped out. Let it be wiped out. Right now. 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 Have your hands and pray down. Right now. Right now. Anything that we find it difficult to forgive, let it be wiped out by the power in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Anything that we are harboring, offenses, let it be wiped out of our heart, let it be wiped out of our mind in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let it be wiped out, let it be wiped out, let it be wiped out, let it be wiped out. Of our minds, of our hearts, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that we will forgive, we will forgive. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Sit down. 
especially husbands and wives that are here. Please learn to forgive. Yeah. Even if it is the husband that is at fault or it's the wife that is at fault. If you want God to see you as the greatest in the union, go and apologize. Even if it's not your fault, you go and say, I am coming to apologize. Meanwhile, it is her fault. It's her fault. Because you want peace. Yeah. As foolish and as ignorant as the husband or wife might think. Um, but God is standing by and watching. Watching. That's, my, that's mine. That one is mine. That one has got the right hand. Right hand. You see. There's nothing wrong in going to be the first to apologize. Apologize. Even if it's, even if it's not your fault. You realize that the thing is carrying on for too long. The Bible says that don't let the sun go down on your anger. So you go and make peace. Make peace. But the proud, the proud, the, those who are abominations before God, they do carry over. Some people have done carry over for 15 years now, as I'm talking. Yes. So can you imagine that you have rotten, rotten egg smell for 15 years? 15 years. Wow. There is an aroma of Christ, but you, yours is. Is a is a is a, is, a, is a repelling smell. Repelling. So to be humble means to be able to forgive and forgive quickly. When you lose humility, you no longer forgive nor forget. You don't forgive and what forget. Tell your neighbor forgive, forgive. and forget. And forget. Tell them again. Uh, because that thing that you did during the Christmas party, I will never forget it. Wow. I will never forget it. In fact, I remember it. Anytime I remember it, then I, I begin to get angry. Anybody that talks like that, you are an abomination before God. Oh. Anytime I begin to remember this, then, then I begin to get angry. You get only hypertension, and that's your, that's your, that's your, 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 your 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 gift, free gift of God. Appetition. Appetition. Free gift. Oh yes. Free gift. Do you know most as I told you, I told you, pride manifests in this in a lot of ways. You will never think that your inability to forgive is a manifestation of the spirit of pride. You never think it that way. You you will never think it that way. But the scripture makes it very clear that being like a child means that having that childlike quality of just letting things go. Letting things go. And let like, let's, let's just like, you know, I like children. You see how children, that, you, don't you see children fighting? Yes. They fight. But they don't carry bitterness and certain things. That, once the thing is, okay, the disagreement has come, we fought, that is it. The next moment they are holding hands. Come, 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 let's go and do this. Come, let's, let's play this game. It's as if nothing has what? Happened. That's why, that is why, how it must be in the house of God. Amen. That's how it must be. That's why you hardly find children having certain diseases. Stress. Have you seen your child come now? I'm stressed. Very, very stressed. Deep. I'm depressed. I'm on med- medication for depression. Wow. I'm having anxiety attacks. Hey. Wow. Revelation. But we are in the church and we think that we, we know. We don't know. And these are the things that God is looking at you and he's seeing that I cannot come near you. 
I cannot intervene in your case. So you are full of yourself. Very proud. Pomposity. Somebody say pomposity. Pomposity. It's a word. And, 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 and when, you, when, when, when you come to our tree language, when you say pompo, it means a boil. A boil. It's like a boil. You know the boil? Yes. And so whenever I'm saying pomposity, uh-huh. it's like proud people remind me of a boil. A boil. That needs a pin to prick it. To prick it. Wow. Very, very proud. Very proud. He said, the greatest among you must be the younger. And he who governs as he who what? Yeah, he says. Yeah. Some people, they just cannot forgive. They just cannot forget. Please learn to forgive and forget. Learn to what? Forgive and forget. If you are not married here and you are looking for a partner and you in your in your in your lack of knowledge way you describe them oh he's a good man such a humble man what do you mean by Islam if you ask him you do? oh I mean he's so humble when I'm coming to sit down you you put the chair for me the chair for me down. you open the gate for me and ask wow him, this is the worst Definition of a humble man. Humble man. A medrak can do that. That's right. <laughs> do it well. He is doing that only waiting for the opportune time to stab you. To stab you. Wow. But you think that oh, the, please don't get your eye. If you're a Christian, walk by the word. The Bible is our standard. Amen. Don't be going by all these Coronation Street and mm. Eastenders and all the nonsense that they are showing. Yes. Wisdom is from God. Amen. Yeah. So if you are not married yet and you want to see that a man is humble, you must check this forgiving spirit. Amen. It, one thing happens and for one week we will not call you. Danger sign. Wow. Don't go further. One week and the woman, he said... I told you to, you know, I told you to buy me flowers. And you know, always making demands. I told you to buy me this. And you buy me. And on Valentine's Day, you didn't do this. Hey. And for three weeks, this person will never call you. You, you know, if you call, you, you see, you see the call, you catch it. Cut it. And, and, and your foolishness will be Oh, but I love him. Ah, I love him. I love him. I love him. He must call me. I love him. He must call and when even you are being advised, leave this person. You cannot see beyond what you are trying to tell you. Mm. You can't see that this is a, 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 a this is a Levitan child, a dragon waiting to bite your head off in the future. Hey. When we are advising you by the word of God, you think that you know, say, I love you. You are only being led by your feelings and your carnal senses. Be led by the word of God. Amen. Amen? Amen. Be what? Led by the word of God. And when the word of God is saying that check their forgiving nature. Yeah. This is where, you know, when you are like children, when children fight and they are playing a fight, they make a game out of it. If you remember yourself as a child, when, when you are playing and somebody fights, ah, could you, ah, and then you say laughing and, you'll be, and then the matter is forgotten. But let's, these same children now, they've grown into adults. Let's only fight. 
the approach is even some of them the approach is different. They will make it look so that you 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 feel humiliated. They can't ignore, they can't forget it. When you are very close with somebody, when in fact you know you just ignore it. But when you are proud, you want to point it out to the mistake. Hey, the queen has parted. The queen has parted. Hey, the queen. The king has parted. The and king. it smells. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Tell your neighbor, learn to forgive. Learn to forgive. All issues you must learn to forgive and forget. All issues you must learn to forgive and forget. Don't be quarrelsome. Don't be quarrelsome. Be humble. Be humble. Wow. Stop quarreling. Quarreling, people who like quarreling, everything you must turn into a quarrel is a sign of pride. Is a sign of pride. Oh. You are going to buy. Um, you're going to buy petrol or you're going somewhere. So, oh, I'll buy the petrol when I'm coming so that tomorrow we don't need to, we don't need to you know, spend time to stop and buy a petrol. And for whatever reason, maybe you forget. And then you come home and you don't even, you've even forgotten about it. And then maybe somewhere along the line, so oh, did you buy the petrol? No, I never. You didn't buy the petrol. You didn't. You didn't buy the petrol. Hey. Just a small thing. You didn't buy the petrol. Okay. You, you, did, you mean you didn't buy the petrol? You like doing that. Last four weeks, the same thing you did. Hey. And when we were going to the christening, hey. and you became hey. quarrelsome, you have a pride. There's a spirit of pride. Hey. I am telling you. Wow. It's a spirit of pride. Hmm. And God sees you as obnoxious. Okay, so you didn't buy the petrol. Why can't you just your is your fighting going to change the situation? Oh, it's a mistake. Okay, leave and let's leave. Let's carry on life, man. Let's just let's find a way. You know, if you are sensible, okay, you didn't buy the petrol. The first thing that should be coming into your mind is not to be pointing out that he's a fool, that he's a or she's a fool, and that he has made a big mistake. Don't you think that this person knows that he has made a mistake? That's right. And you making the matter worse. You think you are wise. You are only doing that to make yourself feel better, mm. and it is a manifestation of pride. Of pride. Wow. So the first thing that should come into your mind is how to solve the problem. And don't make a big issue out of it. Husbands and wives fight always over foolishness because there's so much pride. So much that has not been dealt with. Childlike attitude that is missing mm. in a relationship, you always fight. You always fight. So he says, you know, that's okay, then maybe. Maybe you have to go back and go and get it. Or, okay, then we have to get it. We have to get up earlier than planned. Matter is what? Solve. There is what? Peace. But the quarrelsome, proud person, even because of that, that night, if you touch this person, hey. go and buy the petrol. Go and buy it. <laughs> My filling station is closed. It's closed. As at 24 7. 
And for three weeks, my filling station is, is closed. Hey. Serious. Very wicked. Sure. It's I a like manifestation it. of what? Pride. Right. You might think that is nothing, but God is looking at you and seeing that this person is a, what what was the scripture that is read? Said those who are what? Um, pride in their hearts. Their heart. They are an abomination. God is looking at you as an abomination. Abomination. By this thing that you are doing, you don't know, but by this thing you are doing, God is looking at you. ah. So can't you especially as a Christian when you look at the mercy that you have received because of Jesus? And you, you carry on like this. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. So tell your neighbor, learn to stop the quarreling. Learn to stop the quarreling. Especially, you know, as I, I'm keeping on emphasizing about married people, because, you know, it's very, it's, it's very essential. But these things are happening. And you need to understand that you know, marriage should be like a childlike relationship yeah. where you refuse to see mistakes. Wow. You don't enhance each other's mistakes. It's the foolish wife or foolish husband that constantly keeps on hammering or making it a point to make, you know, some, 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 some partners, by the time they finish speaking, if you were feeling as confident as this, you will begin to feel like this. By, by the way they will talk to you, the way they will behave, your conf- and especially you, the women's conference is coming on. I hope to be here. Wow. Because some of you, you don't have the wisdom of God. You're just prancing about and just doing sort of foolishness. Life, you know, one of the things, one day I was driving and the Holy Ghost ministered to me and said, you know, one of the things in this life that you must always realize is the brevity of life. Life is very short. It's very short. But a lot of people don't see how short it is. And they are interested in, you know, it's like they've got garlic in their noses. Everything, they must make a fight about it. And, uh, what do you gain from those things? Except God's disapproval and lack of grace being upon your life. Working in life, not realizing that. Enjoy, enjoy. You know, and like for instance, enjoy your beautiful wife. Enjoy, enjoy your husband. This is the person you have said that I do. I do. Enjoy life. Why is all this quarreling and all this pride? Why? Just enjoy life. If there is anybody that you must not be talking about their mistakes and making them, be belittling them always, it should be your husband and your wife. That's right. Enjoy life. Just live. Enjoy it. But when we have a lack of childlike attitude, some people entered into their marriage with grandfather and grandmother at, uh, um, 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 attitude. Not childlike attitude. Wow. In me, I'm wise too. I'm wise too. They are so wise that they are building homes and their husbands don't know. Their wives don't know. They consult with their mothers and their fathers. They are so wise. Their uncles are advising them. And their husbands have become foolish, foolish men in the house. Strangers in their homes. Wow. Wise. 
Tell me this is the children who say children my children, my children. Are you the one that created the children? Are you are you did you create the children?